Yo, 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 it's your boy, Colvin, Inspiration Engineer. You are checking out the Blind Entrepreneur Podcast where we get into being unique, being productive, how to crush it, and my favorite thing of all, motivation, music. Let's get into it. It's your boy, Colvin. Boom. Let's go. This is the Blind Entrepreneur Podcast where we help entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision by guiding them to profitability. Today, we have Calve. He is an inspiration engineer that helps people live inspired and be fulfilled. Calve is disrupting the entrepreneur world by using motivation music. Calve, how is your day going? What up, what up, what up, it's your boy Kave, you already know what it is, I'm, I'm phenomenal bro, I'm like uh, super excited, it's uh, been pumped, we just knocked out our routine, got some working out in, so uh, ready to go, ready to crush it, you already know. Nice man, I love the energy, feeling it, feeling it, so now because you're giving me the inspirational vibe, I gotta uh, translate it and push it right back to you, so, uh, <laughs> but before we get into all the great stories that you have and your, your mission and, and all the things you have going on, we have to start the podcast off the same way we do every single time, and that's with an icebreaker, so Kave, are you ready my friend? I am ready. Let's go. All right, so imagine you just had the absolute best day of your life. I'm sure you have a ton of those because you're a positive guy, but this best day is a little bit different. So where are you going to eat and what are you going to order in order to make your day complete? Oh, oh, see now you just challenged me already right there off the jump. Uh, I would have to get some, some Chinese food. I'm a big Chinese fan, right? And I would be in Fiji right now. Right. Uh, I heard they say, bula, 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 which is like, I love you and, and gratitude and blessings, right? And I've never been to Fiji, so that's where I would go. That's what I'd be doing. Nice. So Chinese food. Let's be let's be a little bit more specific because I think it's oh. important. So are we getting like oh. lo mein? Are we getting? Uh... <laughs> He's like, what is the dish? Okay, yeah, we need All dishes. Right, so man. we're getting, we're getting um, we are getting a, a combo house rice, house fried rice, right. right? We're gonna have the the shrimp with the the chicken and the beef and the veggies, right? We're gonna get the orange chicken. We're gonna get the general Souls chicken. We're gonna get the chicken with broccoli. We're gonna get uh, the egg fuyang soup. We're gonna get the, uh, the the yeah. We're gonna get get the whole abundance of, of everything we can get. Cause I, I'm like a guy that eats anything as long as it's good and it feeds nourishment to my soul. I'm about it. But those are a few specifics for us. Nice. I love it. Love it. So without further ado, Kave, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who are you and what is your story? Sure. So I'm a guy that believes people want to do what they're passionate about. They want to live in a flow, in a state of happiness. And what that looks like is ultimate freedom. And what I believe is, unfortunately fortunate, in a man-made world, we need money in order to have freedom. But most people don't give a shit about money. They just want the freedom that comes along with it. So long story short, I was a guy that had a vision at an early age and to get into the story right away, because, you know, a lot of you guys may have heard of Simon Sinek, right? So start with why. A lot of people don't know their why. But all why is built around the lack of coaching, we'll say, from early on. So I told my dad in eighth grade, dad, I'm going to be a musician. He said, you know, you can do anything you want to be, but not that. <laughs> so it was like, OK, you tell me something that I can't do. I'm going to go do that. And that's how we how we got started. It was an initial to really prove my dad wrong. 
Um, and all why is because they, whoever your they is, said you can't. And one last little little tip I'll share on that because it evolves. People will tell me now, venture capitalists, you're a personal brand, Calvay. That's not fundable. And it's like, you're telling me Kevin Hart, Michael Jackson wouldn't be fundable at our earth if you could see the future in hindsight, right? So long story short, your day will always evolve. And I believe that people want to get to that passion. So don't let nobody stop you. That's 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 what we're here to do to help people cross that bridge. So you mentioned uh, music. Uh, listen yeah. to some of your music. You 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 love the aspect of music. Um, what define your passion for us today? Sure. So for me, it, it, it evolved. So that it's a it's a medium sized answer. So originally it was just the, the love of creating something that was awesome, feeling like I'm loving this and I think other people will love it. I just want to share it. Like that's where it started. Our first single was called Bob Your Head and I'll never forget. I was at this campfire and I shared the song and my high school was going crazy. They're like, Bob, you're here. I mean, they're singing this joint, right? And so it just became a natural love to entertain people and have that love. It has since evolved into when we think about a positive affirmation, we're talking about programming something conscious in our minds by repeating the same thing over and over, which is basically a song, right? So now if the music can have lyrical content that it's also programming you while you're singing, it's a, it's a, it's a double shot, right? So that's, that's our element as to what motivation music is about now. Mm. No, I love it. So <clears throat> define motivational music for you. What does it sound like? What is it like? What is it all about? So I'm going to use a quote from the director of Media Tech Ventures. When he said this, I was like, ooh, I didn't even have that. Where did you get that? John Zazaro is his name. He said, it's fun, energetic music with a purpose. And when he said that, I said, ooh, mic drop. That's what it is. On top of that, we'll say, it's coffee for your ears. Boom. I like that. Now, how would you say your music differs from the the stuff that's currently out in in the market? Now, I, obviously, I know there's like uh, the motivational aspect. I know that's different, but is it more, you know, is it reggae? Is it rap? Is, I mean, I know it, but I'm trying to. I want to hear what other people uh, want to know. Like, is it rock? Is it a mixture of all of them? It's a, it's a combination, a hybrid of its own of its own space. So. Uh, originally, we built a brand called Artistic. It was R-T-I-S-T-I-C. Majority of everything has been taken down. Um, and it was at Artistic World. And it was an R and then Artistic World. And so that name was chosen, not of an uh, area or a space of ego or arrogance. Maybe maybe if I really get transparent and authentic, maybe it was a little bit of ego. But real talk, it was really about, I don't want to be confined to a genre. I don't want to be confined to a box. So within that seed of an idea, it's now evolved to where now the music is a hybrid. When I hear something that, I mean, I think, I think humans, humans period, subconsciously, they know it sounds good. We just know because it just hits our spirit in a certain way. So it's, it's not defined by the style that the way we simplify or stereotype music in that way. It's, it's just got elements of pop, soul, funk, hip hop, rock, jazz. I mean, it's, it's a fusion of all of it. Who are some artists that uh, you are inspired by that you constantly listen to and gain inspiration from? Motivationally, <laughs> motivationally speaking, there, there's none um, when it comes to what we're doing in that space. And when I say there's none, sure, there will be a song like 
a Katy Perry, you know, fireworks or Eminem, like lose yourself or something like that, that can be motivational in its essence. The, 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 the downside is that there's not content creators that are fully focusing around that concept. Mm -hmm. So you might get a, a piece of it here and there. Um, so with that stated, uh, artists that give me energy and that I feed on, there's a lot I can name from a new artist to a Russ to a Kanye West to a, a you know Lincoln Park to a Maroon Five. I mean, I listen to all kinds of music and I'm inspired by all types. Um, and we're 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 transitioning into learning about composers and people that write film or music for scores. So I mean, that's even another level of you know the or orchestral uh, layout. So with that stated, um, if, if it sounds phenomenal and they, they're talking about something, I, I, I will say this. Any artist has actually got some shit to say where he, she, or they are actually saying something that makes some damn sense, or you can actually get a message out of it, that's going to resonate with my spirit even more. So those are the types of musicians that I, I look for. So you're creating this new genre of music, this new style. Ha has that been a difficult task for you to kind of re-educate the market about this new this new style of music absolutely phenomenal question so yeah um all around uh we're dealing with big ass problems that's what i'm telling some of our coaches in our network and i'll share a couple of those problems and then i'll share our solution to what we've discovered thus far okay so a couple problems first off uh, global globally we have uh, human beings are programmed, educated that music should be free. Like it doesn't make sense. We can get millions, millions of songs on Spotify for $14.99. Like no disrespect as a consumer. I love Spotify. I love the playlist and, you know, you can customize and all that. I cannot stand it as a content creator because it, it tells the marketplace music's not valuable. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's problem number one is to first get people to understand Music is valuable. And the, the question that blew my mind really quick, I want to share this with you guys because this is the question I'm like, ooh, that's nasty. What if, what if Michael Jackson was still alive and Michael Jackson was thinking like we're thinking and he said, I'm going to take all my content off of every single platform. And if you want to come get it, you got to pay a subscription service to get Michael Jackson content, all of it, thriller, you name it. You, that's what it is. So when you think about that, like how much would people be willing to pay or what would they value that? I don't even know. Some people have said thousands of dollars. Some people have said hundreds of dollars. I don't know. But that's a, a thought process. Right. So that's one of the problems. The other problem is what you just asked me is people are used to putting it in boxes. Is it rap? Is it hip hop? Is it pop? Is it right? And so there is a element to our entire business where people just, they want to put us in a box so they can get it, but we don't fit in the box. <laughs> so it's like, stop, try, we appreciate it, we get it, you're just trying to understand it and process it, but we're not going to ever fit in the box. So the same thing with, with our title as an inspiration engineer, people are like, well, what, what is it? It's like, well, I'm a, it's, a, it's mostly strategy. Well, what kind of strategy? Well, it's sales strategy, it's marketing strategy, it's business strategy, it's music. I mean, it's a strategy, right? So I, I, I now tell people, which is pretty funny, I said, do you know who Tony Robbins is? They say, yeah. I said, you know who Michael Jackson is? Yeah. I said, well, imagine if Tony Robbins and Michael Jackson had a baby because that's what the inspiration engineer is building. So it gives this little laugh and this chuckle. So we're dealing with people wanting to put it in a box and it's not going to fit in a box. So until it becomes a household name, until it becomes a household service, then people are just going to go through that process of, of understanding it. And the more that we put out there, the more that they'll understand it. And we're cool with that. So it's not a... It's not a it's not a 
challenge from that type of standpoint. It's more of a, an understanding of this is what it is. You mentioned out of the box, uh, thinking outside the box, being outside the box. Has that been a consistent theme in your life of living your life outside of a box and being different and not being normal? To an extent, yeah. Um, I, I've just never liked – I was a guy, I guess I would say in high school, like for example, that I just love people. I have a natural, genuine, you know, authentic, transparent love for people. And so it was funny because I didn't like to be put in cliques. Like that's what we have. We have, oh, these are the jocks. Oh, these are the hippies. Oh, these are the gothic kids. And we have all these these stereotypes. And I'll never forget one day. It was funny because um, these quote-unquote gothic kids are playing the little hacky sack game where you're kicking the little hacky sack and everybody's passing it around or whatever. And so I was a guy that was known for my laugh and just being this kind of crazy you know, silly dude that I still am. And so anyway, when I jumped in their cl- in their little circle, they were all looking at me like I was the outcast, which I mean, I guess to them, maybe I was, but I'm looking at them like, kick me the damn sack, bro. Like, let's go. And so with that stated, I've always just had that philosophy. Like, I don't fit in these little, like, I don't even know why I get, this is, this is the, this is the interesting thing. Humans say, and, and there's so many contradictions. <laughs> they say a leader is bold. Then they say a leader is humble. No, a leader is flexible and knows when to be bold and when to be humble. Then they say, you know, be innovative. But then when you're innovative and you're on some Elon Musk shit, I'm going to Mars. People say, you can't do that. And that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so it's like, well, which one is it? Is it be innovative and transcend and transform and, and, and push the limits? Or do you want it to be simple and one, one, one word philosophy? Right. And when we think about it, and this is something uh, I had an interesting idea yesterday that made me laugh. And this is funny. Right. So when we say what languages do you speak? Somebody could say I speak English. I speak French. I speak Spanish. I speak Italian. We get it. You're multilingual. Nobody's going to just say I'm multilingual. They're going to tell you in languages which ones they speak. But when we come to like, what do you do? Because that's what I was doing at first. I was like, well, I'm a business strategist. I'm a, you know, a sales coach. I'm a, and I was naming them off. People are looking at me like, so you're a jack of all trades and you don't do anything. <laughs> so what do you do? So long story short, we, we had to customize it to where people can at least grasp it better. Uh, but to, un- to, to answer your question, I am fine with being a thought leader. I am fine with people not aligning or, or you know, there's controversy and there's disruption. That's why we love Gary Vaynerchuk. That's why we love Elon Musk. That's why we love Eric Thomas. And the list goes on because their personalities don't fit in the box. So with that stated, Calvay is fine as a person if people don't like it that I don't fit in the box. Mm, interesting. Thought leadership, very important. You um, you are definitely positioning yourself as a thought leader within uh, you know the entrepreneurship community and also this particular side of business and, and motivation and music and things like that. Um, Thank you. How are you able to position yourself as a thought leader? What has worked really well for you? And how can we take those things that are working well for you for ourselves? So there's a quote by uh, Jim Rohn and uh, Zig Ziglar. You know, it says that uh, if you want to be more valuable, get more value in the marketplace, like have more skills, because if you have more skills, you can, uh, you know, apply those skills to more people. And we know that, though, as you guys are listening to this, as your community's absorbing this information, that when you do that, there's a counter philosophy that says, oh, a jack of all trades is a master of none. That's bullshit. No, a, a jack of all trades, if you have mastery of those skills, then you can help more people. That's what it is. So with, with that stated, our, our biggest challenge is 
in the getting people to understand quickly. Like, you know, time is time is money. So you want people to understand like within two, three seconds, right? We went from a 30 second pitch to a five second pitch. Like you want it to be boom, got it. So know that that is one of the challenges that come along with the with the game. But all we're really looking at here, if you look at, okay, then what's the solution? Well, time, be patient with it. Because if, if you continue to put out content over, you know, day after day after day after day, covering all the things that you that you can share, and it's, you know, valuable, eventually people will start to understand, oh, okay, I get it. So he or she does branding. Okay. He or she understands music. Okay, cool. He or she understands audio engineering. Oh, oh, they had a, they had a student that they were coaching and they did X, Y, you know, people will start to get it as you continue to produce more content and they see you more often. So be cool with the time and be patient with the time that it takes, but know that that could be a challenge. So on the flip side, now, here's what's funny is I'm going to give you now the other side of it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with mastering one step at a time and being more of a left brain thinker and being sequential and not moving to the next skill until you've mastered and you've put out everything you can under that one skill. Mm-hmm. I'm just a guy of, of I like variety and I like to multitask. And that's how my brain processes. Um, and with that stated, for those that process like me, that might be a better fit for them. It may not be a fit for Steve Wozniak, who's a very left brain guy. So you've got Steve Wozniak, you've got Steve Jobs, and you have both sides of the brain for a reason. So uh, we're more on the Steve Jobs right brain side. And I can go longer on that, but just know that there's two different types of uh, brain processors. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's definitely interesting. Um, I, I'd like to hear a little bit more about who you are as a as a person, um, because we have a I feel like we have a good understanding of who you are as a business professional. So. Something that that uh, I know is very important to entrepreneurs and to business people um, are habits. Yeah. Are there any habits that have helped you become more efficient throughout your day? Absolutely. Um, I've done a ton of of research and studying those that are you know productivity experts. Uh, the things that I find give me the best energy is a you know or one what I put in my body. So the food, right? When I'm eating clean, eating lean, eating green, I'm feeling better. Um, I add yoga into my day. I add meditation in my day. Um, we're, we, we, we are consistent. <laughs> this is hilarious. Consistently inconsistent. So I'm a guy that does like some flexibility and spontaneity to my day within structure. So the routine is, you know, is it every day, 9, 905, 910, 915, 920, and you have a five you know, minute increment or 10 minute, 15 minute, whatever increment. No, I have tried that. It doesn't work for me. Now, it may work for some other people, again, depending on your process style. So what works for me is to know that I need to do these objectives, but I can put them in my day accordingly. So like today, we had this interview, right? Didn't get to get my full gym run in yet. And that's all good. So I knocked out what I could. I did you know, some planks and some, some, uh, some music, high energy, getting pumped up. And I did what I did. And then you know, we'll add it back in later on in the day before I, before I go to bed. So that, that's, my, that's my process is I have a certain set things that I do um, within that routine. The other one is I listen to a ton of audio programming. I'm an auditory guy, obviously, and um, spiritual programming. So uh, from uh, studying and reading the Bible to listening to pastors of uh, like Pastor Prince, uh, listening to uh, Planet Shakers and Mount Zion, shout out to those pastors, uh, Galen Clark. I mean, I listen to so much content, but or I, I guess just say I absorb so much content. Um, that's part of my process and, and what I do on a regular basis. 
Now, are there any forms of technology that you use um, that you simply can't live without? iPhone. <laughs> yeah, iPhone uh, any apps and, and all these other things that help you with your habits? Sure, no, for sure. Yeah, uh, so Asana. I use Asana for project management. Uh, Zoom is, is huge uh, for us uh, for like video conferencing. We use a uh, HubSpot for our CRM. I've had them all. I really like this HubSpot rollout for their sales side. Um, we use uh, Podio. Um, we use Slack. Slack's another one that we can't go without. Uh, our tech stack and tool stack is ridiculous. If you guys want uh, to get our tech and tool stack, hit me up um, after this. Uh, feel free to tweet me or message me so that we can, uh, and we'll talk about, you know, best ways to connect with me, but um, I'll send you guys my, my tech and tool stack because it's pretty, pretty in-depth. Now, I've been curious while you're talking about music, what is that, in, do you have like that one instrument that's like, that you can call your own? No, not, not instrument. There, um, <laughs> there's a gentleman that I just met, shout out to Jordan Passman, uh, CEO of uh, Score Score. They create, um, and they have a, 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 a a word for it. I forget what it's called, but basically it's like, like it, it's that sound when your brand plays. So like when you think about AT&T, it does that, dun, 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 it has a little, little sound to it when you go into their app. So um, they create those and I forget what that's called. So we do not yet have a sound for us, but we will, uh, we, it, it is potentially possible that we will create one soon. Well, what about, um, about instruments though? Like an instrument that you play, um, ah. Like, what are the instruments that you play? What are the, what is, do you have like that one instrument in your life that, that you can just call like your baby? No, I'm, I'm more of a, um, I would be labeled not right, wrong or indifferent, no arrogance, no ego. I would be labeled as like a Kanye West type of producer. So Kanye West, you know, you have two different types of producers. You have like a John legend that can play the keys and he's, you know, uh, classically trained, right? And he can look at you fluently and not be even looking at his hands and he's playing playing the keys. Whereas a Kanye West, if you remember that song he did where he's like, ding, ding, and he keeps hitting the same key, ding, and then it's like a ballet and then the beat drops and everybody's like, oh, I forget what that song is called, but uh, he keeps hitting run the same away. key. So yeah, it ran away, right? So that's an example. Like, like nobody plays the keys like that, but he made this masterpiece out of that. So it's more like pad pads and it's more like keys like you're 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 piecing the 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 masterpiece together at like a puzzle versus playing it in in fluidity so like that, that that would be my answer for that i like that now the last question that that i that i have um and i think that this is going to be a an incredible i can't wait to hear your answer because your motivation your your inspiration uh, aspect to your to your personality uh, but the blind entrepreneur this podcast was created for individuals who may be temporarily blind in business they cannot mm -hmm. see the obvious they may be stuck in a particular place internally that they can't get out of so what are three pieces of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur all right number one is surround yourself with phenomenal people so that's going to be network uh, birds of a feather fly high together. I'm going to say it again. Birds of a feather fly high together. Birds of a feather fly high together. So get your network like phenomenal. Connect with people like John. Show Jonathan, show ways to build value with Jonathan and people like him. Other, you know, ladies out there that's crushing it that you see, give them value and build your network that way. Like that hands down will take you so far. 
Number two, sometimes it takes expertise and wisdom that you don't have. So you'll want to have a board of mentors and coaches that have the experience in your industry and outside your industry to give you nuggets of wisdom where you can't see. Number three, I would just say, be patient with the process. Hmm. It's a process of pain. It's a process and it's a journey and you're going to develop along the way and be comfortable knowing that you will cry, knowing that you will, <laughs> you will hurt. Also knowing that you will be triumphant as well. There will be wins and there will be losses. So be comfortable, be content, be, be humbled and be grateful for the journey and who you become in the process. But overall, be patient with that process. Love it. Great words of advice. And we appreciate your time. Calve, you successfully completed the podcast. So without further ado, the next 30 seconds is yours, my man. Look, go ahead, right, look, at, look right into the camera. Tell us a little bit more about how we can follow your journey, how we can listen to the music, and how we can be a part of your community. Absolutely. You can follow us on every single platform. The only platform we don't publish on as, of, as much as of right now, just so that everybody's, you know, we're, we're transparent, is Snapchat. But we're big on LinkedIn. We're big on Snapchat. You can tweet me. Everything's at Calve, C-A-U-V-E-E. -E. If you want music, just hit me up right now. We're still figuring out the best way to get every everybody's all over the place. So it's like, what is the best way to bring people all together under one umbrella? And we're, we're still working on that. But if you want to reach out to me, those are the those are the methods. Uh, one thing I want to share, and we may go just a little bit over 30 seconds, but this is what it is. I don't know if anybody's told you today, yet I believe in your abilities. I think that you have the potential to be great. And no matter what anybody says, I love you and I expect you to do great things. As I always say, it's your boy, Calvay, inspiration engineer. You already know what it is. Go after everything that you believe in. Boost. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, to those of you who are still watching and listening, thank you guys for always liking, commenting, and subscribing. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Head over to theblindentrepreneur.com for more interviews. Until next time, everyone, have a great rest of your day and an even better tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching this video. Don't forget to follow me on any and all social media platforms using the long last name above, followed by the letter J. If you want to get lost into the dark abyss of YouTube, click either left or right for another video. And finally, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. No, seriously, don't forget.